0: Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Today, we have a fun interview with a mama who has some great tips. We are your hosts, Annie Henderson
0: and Brian Zelensky. <laughs> it's great to be back
1: in our village where we... Talk about important topics like relationships, parenting, self-care, Irish coffee to get through your morning routine, and so much more. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, uh, I got to talk a little at the beginning because you're not, you're not feeling so hot.
0: I know, I know. We were going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. So, I have been a little under the weather with some allergies. Boo. Aww, boo his. That's-
1: that's no fun that's no, no fun. and so, it's kind of
0: like worked its way down into my chest and I'm all coffee and cruddy So uh, we
1: might we might have to do some tapping after this <laughs> okay <laughs> can it help that <laughs> with a cough um that I I had a friend that did it with things like thrush to end her pneumonia faster <gasps> like Yeah, you just try it on everything. Interesting, fascinating. Um, So you just had an exciting morning with uh with emergency services.
0: Tell us about that. I I did as we were (laughs) as we were trying to set up. (laughs) I did something on my iPhone and it started calling emergency services, (laughs) and I I wasn't really looking at my phone, and it was counting down. And I, I only noticed it when it was like on two, like oh, yeah. counting down. So I only had one second. I was like, ah, what do I do? And I didn't get to it in time. So it, <laughs> it actually called 911 for me. And then I hung up <laughs> in a panic. <laughs> and then I got a random phone call back with 911 checking on me. Which is which is great. nice and thoughtful. Oh, it's so great. So I don't know what I did to my phone that made them call 911. <laughs> but yeah, so they checked on me to make sure I didn't need police or an ambulance or anything like that. And I said no, and then she asked if if somebody was keeping me from
1: <laughs> That was really hard not to say yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they asked if somebody was holding me hostage where I couldn't tell the truth. Yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm fine." So it was good. It was that's, funny. That's so.
1: very smart that they that they know to call that because yeah, in all the scary movies I've seen that in and real life. It, yeah. You gotta Blink hang up the phone and be it. quiet. <laughs> it's so scary.
0: Yeah. So it's um, yeah, so my day has started off with a bang.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if I shared this last time, but I did I tell you my puppy almost died? <gasps>
0: almost died. I still call her a
1: puppy. She's four. She's four, but she's tiny. Yes. W- water intoxication. Did you know that that's a thing?
0: No. <laughs> water
1: intoxication?
0: Like she yes. drank too much?
1: Yes. So she almost did that years ago with our sprinklers. Like she's the kind that likes to bite at the sprinklers and she right? you can have too much. Um, okay. Just like humans, right? If you drink way but too no, much water. No.
0: Okay. I, I knew somebody who drank too much water and had a seizure.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, because they Skeeter were on a diet, a they were seizure. trying.
0: They were trying to, um, uh huh. Yeah, be be yeah. more healthy.
1: So we took Skeeter out to the lake, and it was. Um, we've done that before, but the waves are smaller. And we went to a a family family function, and had bigger waves. And she was biting the waves, but the waves were bigger, so she was just gulping opening it, opening her mouth, and just and we didn't think anything. Of it. She she played hard. She was having fun. She didn't do that for too long. And then we got back home and she threw up. She had a seizure. We took her to the emergency vet. It was, she was like drooling water. It was like her eyes were full of water. It was so sad.
0: Oh my um, gosh. But
1: she was, she was okay. They gave her some subcube fluids and medicine and we, we actually took her home. But uh yes, Saturday, we received a condolences card from them.
0: <laughs> Did we they like, think she hey, died? What? <laughs> I, <guess so.
1: laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Like they I released really... <laughs> her home to
0: die? Like, here, take your dog. I home. guess they were
1: like, wrong call, parents. <laughs> we'll send your card now.
0: <laughs> but no, <laughs>
1: this talk isn't going to last much longer. <laughs> Skeeter is healthy and well, and we survived without him.
0: Well, I'm glad that she's day. okay. <laughs> so
1: that's both of our silly stories for today. Oh my All
0: goodness! Right. Hey, Woo! it's Mama Tip time. <laughs> okay, so today's Mama Tip is a TV show. It's called Beat Shazam, and I do not know that. No, I'd never heard of it. Um until recently, and somebody from my church was a contestant. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> yes. So it was her and her dad. So it was like Father's Day. It was the Father's Day show. So she's in her 30s. So her dad and her were on the show. They were the contestants. And it's with Jamie Fox. Oh, I love
1: Jamie. And his Fox. daughter. So
0: Jamie Foxx is the host. His daughter is the co-host. And it's about music. So, like, they play music, and oh. you have to name the song.
1: I would be horrible. At this. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm the worst
0: one in our family. But it was so cute. So, they actually ended up winning the show.
1: Wow. So,
0: it was super cute. So, that's how I first heard about it. And so, we checked it out with the kids, and it was so fun because we can all play you know yeah and so it would have been great if i had looked to see what channel it's on yeah. but i didn't so but it's called beat shazam with jamie fox so google it it's a good family fun tv show it's music it's awesome that sounds amazing and i'm pretty sure it's on like maybe netflix or hulu or something like that
1: it looks like uh <laughs> jamie fox on fox
0: on Fox, okay.
1: On Fox, or at least if it's still going. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> uh, my partner Sam would be amazing at that. So. Yeah.
0: So Will is way better at it than I am, but uh, it, but it's fun for the kids because it's some like older, uh, older decade songs and newer stuff. It's fun. It's just a fun show. So it's good family time. So I'd say get in an episode of that like after dinner, before bed, something like that so that's my mama tip
1: that sounds wonderful uh i like it i will definitely check it out with my family thanks for that tip brian
0: sure now back to the show
1: okay mamas now it is time for our special guest her name is kelly schaefer calderon and she is with the smart money academy kelly are you there
2: I am here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I love it. And I haven't, we haven't had anyone come on and specifically talk about finances. So we are excited to have you come and talk to all of our families out there.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
1: So, so tell us a little bit about, I guess, about your, yourself and your background and how you got started with the Smart Money Academy.
2: Yeah. Um, so I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for twenty some years, and I've got two boys.
1: Woohoo!
2: Yeah. Thank you for your two- service. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I've got two boys, eleven and sixteen. Um, married for you know a little over twenty years, and um, grew up in Arizona, and we are Texas transplants. Anyways, a little, how I got into this, my husband and I made all of the big financial mistakes that so we were, <laughs> oh That's the gosh. best way was, to learn, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was, it was really bad. I mean, we had uh, a bankruptcy, came back from that. Then we had a car repossession, came back from that. And then we were in the hole again. It was just crazy. And we were kind of doing the whole blame game like, oh, it's because we don't make enough money or it's because things are too expensive. And um, really, we finally at some point had to stop and look and say, okay, this is our problem. This is our fault. Um, we were living way beyond our means. We were um, shopping with credit cards for fun. Uh, that was our date night. Just go shopping. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So we really, <laughs> we just had to learn and get a handle on it and learn some new habits and change some old ones and that sort of thing. So um, we took two years, we scrimped and saved and sold stuff and got on a budget and we paid off $80,000 of debt in two years. Amazing. Oh uh, Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot even begin to explain the feeling of having that lifted off to your shoulders. It I just bet. was life changing, um, literally. So I, it became my passion to help others, you know, become debt free and learn how to handle their finances and that sort of thing. I became a financial coach. I tried that for a while but really when I left teaching it kind of it became my passion before that it became my passion to really make sure that our kids our own kids did not make those mistakes so I started with teaching them and then coaching others but it really just became a fit to teach other kids about it it was kind of a marriage of my two passions of personal finance and teaching and kids um and so the smart money academy kind of came out of that um just trying to catch them before they make all the mistakes and be And uh, getting them to manage their finances well, right from the beginning.
0: Hey, Kelly, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. So I love, you know, Dave Ramsey and financial peace and um, paying off debt and all that kind of thing. So when I hear people say that they paid off, like you said, $80,000 in two years, can Mm -hmm. you give me an idea? What kind of income are you making? Because to me, that just sounds impossible. Like. For the average for the average family, that seems impossible. can you give me an idea of what kind of income you had during those years?
2: I think between my husband and I was probably a hundred thousand, maybe less than that um so it was really yeah, I was on a teaching salary, okay, and so that's probably about fifty sixty somewhere in there and my husband was um at the very beginning of his career, making probably right around you know forty fifty somewhere in there. So, um absolutely, and then we had two boys with special dietary needs, and we had one in daycare, and so yeah, there were a lot of financial challenges. Um, you know, it wasn't like we were making a ton of money. we just had to learn to manage what we had.
1: That's amazing. That's a great, great story, because we all know that teachers don't get paid the big bucks, <laughs> right? So so even with a, yeah, someone getting started in a job or a teaching salary, it can still be done, even with special. <laughs> Food needs and and all of that stuff. So that's that's amazing, and I love hearing that you have overcome stuff like um, bankruptcy and a car repo because that's um, a lot of people. I you know there's just such fear and and when I think of some huge entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of their stories have you know coming coming from the bottom and the and just being able to rise up again and and really learn from their
2: mistakes and come out on top. Absolutely. I think that the biggest success stories come from failure. I think it makes it, you know, easier to relate to people and to get down onto, you know, whatever level they're at and help them come out of the the situation because you've been there yourself.
1: Yes. So thank you so much. So um tell me about the millionaire kids, the I'm, so I'm on, I'm on your site. It has after school enrichment.
2: Mm-hmm. So we, that. I reach kids a few different ways. Um, that is one of them. After school enrichment, we go into elementary schools um, and do the kids stay with me for an hour. or So after school, one day a week for anywhere from six to 12 weeks, depending on how it's structured. And we learn all about finance. So a lot of it is game-based. About half of it is um, them earning a paycheck, and they have to tear up their paycheck and pay other expenses every month. Um, <laughs> and I make them do really silly things to get their paycheck, and they, they hate it. And I say, well, go ask mom and dad if they have to do silly things at work. And that's real, <laughs> that's real life. I mean, the reality is we all have to do things at work that we don't, you know, always enjoy. Um, so they pay their expenses that at the beginning there, and there's not very much very much money left, which again, real life. So um, through between the rounds of the game, I teach them how to lower their expenses and how to raise their income. And eventually they get to start investing in things like real estate, stock market and business and earning passive income. And um, so they get to win the game. Each kid has the opportunity to win the game when their passive income surpasses their monthly expenses every single month. Can, um, I, can adults can, can adults yeah. enroll
0: in this class? Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian signed oh. up. <laughs> so that's the really fun part when they get to choose if they want to work that month or not. And that's when the really eye opening. Like, oh, you know, because I don't necessarily want to work the rest of my life, or may not be able to work the rest of my life, but I still will have expenses to pay. So it's it's really powerful when they get to that point in the game.
1: That's really exciting and I'm sure motivating. And yeah, I saw, I saw one of the reviews saying, you know, I wish I had this
2: class 40 years ago.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And we do little mini lessons about budgeting and what's appreciation and depreciation and what are assets and liabilities and things like that. So they come away with a big vocabulary, big financial vocabulary too.
1: Yeah. Um. So I don't know if if y'all go into this or if this was part of what you went through with with your comeback story. But are you are you familiar with like money mindset and like money stories that people kind of grow up with?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. I've been working on that when I do speak to parents. That's one big thing I talk about. Um, My pet peeve is the phrase we can't afford it. Yes, which um, many times, you know, I realize that can be true. But I think that a lot of times we use that as a uh, easy out if we don't want to buy something. Mm -hmm. And it really starts to create a mindset for our kids of, oh, we don't have money. We must be poor. Are we going to be in trouble? Or the other idea of, you know, why do they have money? We don't. Are they lucky? Are we unlucky? And so we need to work on giving on sending more messages to our kids that we are in control of our money. Like we can say things like that's not the best choice for us right now or that's not how we choose to use our money. But we can't afford it is not always truthful. And it definitely does create a mindset around money that makes them feel like maybe a victim or that it's not in their Mm -hmm. control.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like, I've heard the choose one recently, like, oh, you know, I, I could buy that, but I choose not to. I choose to spend my money elsewhere. I think that's very important.
2: Yes, very powerful.
1: Um, so... I know Brian was just asking about <laughs> if she can sneak into that class. Are there, what do you do for, uh, is young adults the highest you go? She's, she's pretty young. <laughs> um,
2: it is the highest I go. I'm actually working. I should be releasing the next month or so a um, teen slash young adult online class. Cause they are hard to get to come to a class, a physical yeah. class. Um, but um, I actually have moved away from coaching adults, but I have lots of references if people want that sort of thing um, yes, please. at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just working with third grade through young adulthood right now, but definitely I'd like to branch into that someday. Nice. So
0: give us an idea of some, some things that you encourage kids to do to get started, you know, to set them up for success. What are maybe three things that you highly suggest kids, teenagers do when they're starting out?
2: Um, absolutely. So um, my teen class is anchored around three ideas of spend, save, and protect. So um, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Earn, <laughs> uh, spend, <laughs> and protect. So we talked first of all about their earning power. Um, and I really encourage them to start taking advantage of compound interest as soon as they can, which is investing
1: wow, um,
2: yeah. from the get-go. Um, Spend. We talk about spending wisely and getting onto a budget so that they're not caught off guard by their expenses or and um, and so that they have enough money to invest Um, and then protect. We talked to talk about having an emergency fund to protect themselves from having to use credit cards or something like that if they end up in an emergency. So those would be my three big tips on take advantage of uh, compound interest, get on a budget and emergency fund is crucial.
1: Those are great, great tips. Um, I know our, our listeners are loving this and, and will definitely want to know and hear more. What, um, what, I see there's, you know, different, there's Camp Millionaire, there's classes and coaching, there's Millionaire Kids. Is there a best spot to start or it's just by age group?
2: Um it's mostly by age group my after school enrichment classes and my camps are pretty much the same thing it's just a different format um the camps are during the summer or spring break a week long 3 hours a day so that's 15 hours pretty intensive um whereas the after school enrichment would be spread over several weeks but it's the same content for the most part um the camps tend to get a little bit more information cuz they tend to be a little longer um mm-hmm. but and then the teen classes are much more, let's see. So the kids' classes are kind of theoretical in the way, you know, big picture. The teen classes are much mm-hmm. more practical, like this is how much apartment yeah. might run you. Or, and this is exactly what insurance you need at this point in your life and that sort of thing. Um, the teen classes are built around this idea of a five-year plan and a 50-year plan. So the five-year plan would get them started off well from the get go so they're not running back to mom and dad or moving back home and then the 50 year plan is is to get them set up for retirement so that they are not depending on social security because goodness knows what it's going to look like by the time they <laughs> get there <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. Well, those are Yeah, I could have definitely used that class um,
0: growing up. How involved are okay. the parents in the classes? Like, are there is it an I would assume it's important for the parents to sort of be involved and to be into some of the things that you're teaching the kids. But how do you how do you pull the parents in?
2: Great question. Um, they, it's really up to them how involved they want to be. So after every class, I send home an email s- explaining what we did that day, what the kids learned, what vocabulary we touched on. Um, and then I give them some questions that they might want to ask their child or ways to engage their child in what they learned for that day. Um, so it's really up to the parent how involved they want to be if they want to go, you know, review all those things with their child or not at home. At, on our camps, we do have an open house the last day. So we invite the parents in the last few minutes of class and the child walks around the room and explains to them what each of the uh, stations are like, what is appreciation and depreciation and um, you know, what does a budget look like and that sort of thing. So the parents can come to that if they want to also.
0: Awesome.
1: It's awesome. I bet, I bet the parents end up learning a a little bit as well. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. So, so what do you say to parents that are thinking, you know, I don't know if I can send my my teen to this. That that might just be a waste of time. Have you, you know, had some kids kind of hesitant at first and then, you know, have like a great review or they just ended up really having some great ahas from your your classes
2: absolutely um a lot of the parents are all gung-ho about the class and then they tell their teen <laughs> about it and they're like mm, I don't know about this but um right yeah so they do um I have had several come in and even tell me to my face like oh I thought this was going to be boring but this has been great I've learned so much and Um, and they go home and then they tell their parents, I, I've got to get an emergency fund and, and I don't know, you know, I I might not be able to survive on minimum wage. I'm going to have to look at some other (laughs) options and um, things like that. So it, it's exciting to give them a vision for their future that they maybe didn't have before. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to take a picture of the kids and put it through one of those apps that ages them. (laughs) <laughs> and then I give them their picture of what they're supposed to look like at age 60 or whatever. And it's so fun to see their reactions. But it's also a big eye opener to them. Like, oh, I'm going to grow up someday and I'm going to, you know, need to know how to manage my money and I, and I want to live well. So um, it is really neat to give them a vision.
1: That's great. That just kind of definitely speaks to how you were as a teacher. Like if not, anybody can just get in there and, and you know, tell tell kids what they what they know and what they learned. Um, you gotta have that teaching skill to really keep their attention and make it interesting and fun and relatable. So good job.
2: Thank you. Awesome.
1: All right. Um, is there anything else? Um, where do they need to come to find
2: you? I have a website, um, the smart uh, all of those words put together uh, that is where you can find what classes we have going on our teen class that will launch soon um, and our camps that will be I've got a spring break camp and then summer camps will be scheduled soon and then our Facebook page is pretty active um, it is the smart money academy uh, at, on Facebook also and I post a lot of tips on there for parents about how to work with their kids uh, what are some good things to you know especially for the little ones like what do they need and then all the way up into the adult, young adulthood how do we talk to our kids about money at that age too so lots of tips and fun stuff on Facebook too okay
0: awesome yeah, awesome exciting. okay I think that wraps us up thank you so much Kelly this was awesome I want to sign up thank but I think I'm too old <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> thank you
1: for more information about life coaching and how we can help you live your best life or to interact with us directly, you can check us out at com or on our individual websites at endmomguilt.com
0: and rebuildingwithbrian.com. The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. Okay, Mamas, be sure to join us here next week at the Village for another great episode and more great tips.
1: Have a great week.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share. And be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.